Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey there, this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am your host, Nina Perez, and we are here to discuss life topics to challenge and transform your thinking. Let's do this. Today, I have Brian Covey here, and he was once an Olympic USA soccer player, now a VP of one of the largest mortgage companies in America, the author of Conversations with Covey, and a top-rated podcast host and creative disruptor on The Brian Covey Show. So Brian has mastered the art of a growth mindset, the art of winning, the art of staying fit. Well, I want to talk to you about that. And a growth mindset. And he believes in integration and health over all things. And Brian, I've been watching you for some time and listening to you for some time. So I know like you have the trifecta, right? Like you are really about the mind, the spirit, the body, all of that. And that is phenomenal. Um, So I do want to dive into that with you. So I'm going to pick that brain of yours a little bit, if that's okay. Yes. (laughs) So if you don't mind, my audience um, loves it when we tell us a little bit more about who we are. So if you don't mind just sharing a little bit more about who you are, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty of it. Well, you hit on some of the background, which is awesome. Uh, For those of you that don't know me, I have been married to be 19 years this year to my lovely bride. We met in Memphis, Tennessee, and then we've got three amazing kids. Uh, My daughter's 14, and then our oldest son is 12, and then our youngest is five. And so you'll probably see me most days doing something with the kids, out and about, being dad, being husband, you know, whatever needs to happen there. And then, of course, have the, the cool job, um, get to lead an amazing team at Loan Depot in the mortgage and real estate industry, and then still involved in soccer. Thank goodness my kids have made the right decision. You know, we'd, we'd have a different conversation with them if they didn't, but uh, <laughs> just kidding. But uh, they, my daughter plays soccer, so I spent a lot of time on the field with them. And then, of course, as you mentioned, you know, whether it's at our church or working out, all of that, I just, I love to be out in the community and doing things, doing life, you know, and not, not yeah. sitting back waiting for things to happen. That's so great, right? Um, that you, you know, have something that you can impart in your kids too. I think it's it's so important. Like out of all things, that has to be the most important role that you play, right? Oh, hundred percent. Because our legacy really is, you know, we're going to impact people in business, and we're going to be around people that we can have that. But you know, our kids have our name. They mm-hmm. really, if we think about the time we spend with them, has got to be impactful because the kids ages that we're at, they're at school a lot of the time. And so when we're there, it's got to be very intentional of what are we teaching them. And I think that's one of the things I'm thankful for both my parents and my older brother and all that my family upbringing is I learned a lot and who I am today. A large part of that was growing up in the environment that I did, and getting some life experiences early on. And then you stack that as, as you grow up and go out in the world yourselves. But yeah, I take, I take my job as not only a husband, but a dad very seriously, because look, if, if I'm successful in business, but I fail in those, it means yeah. not you can't make enough money to replace your family and all that. And by no stretch of my perfect dad or husband, but I will say, um, I, I like to learn and I'm coachable as um, try to be that's that. Good. Yeah. Especially when you're married. That's a good, yes. that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that's great. So 19 years. When is that anniversary? August 17th coming up. Oh, and wow. That's so great. Fun. My birthday's on August 2nd. And then we've got our youngest. His birthday is August 11th. And then, of course, kids in school and all this stuff. So August for us is like, it's a big month. It's a big month. Yeah. Mine's August 10th. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be part of your family. <laughs> hey, August, That's fantastic. All the Leos in the world. We all celebrate all the together. Leos. That's right. That's right. That's fantastic. So I was, um, I've been listening to you for some time. I really respect you and I love your format. Like I love how natural you are uh, when you're talking to your guests. Um, I love the feedback and the banter back and forth. It's fantastic. Now, I know that before you got into like podcasting, all that you were the Olympic USA soccer player, right? So how did we get there? Like that must have been something. Did you always grow up in sports? This is a lot of questions. Did you okay. always grow up in sports and that discipline? Or did you um, have to work yourself to that point? So both. I was the younger brother and my brother was five years older. So you can imagine if, if the younger siblings out there can relate, we would go to a soccer field and I just went, you know, two, three years old. I, I didn't have a choice. I just went out there and started to fall in love with that. And I was fortunate that not only my dad, but um, those that keep up with soccer, you'll know Pele, the name. But we also had a gentleman named Kyle Root Jr., which if you don't know him, you need to look him up. And he was one of the greatest American footballers and soccer players. And he actually went to our church and coached there for a little bit. So I was fortunate. I got ingrained at an early age, just from like many of us, just that one person that makes a difference or that coach that makes a difference and fell in love with the sport. I did go on to play and actually made the Olympic team. I got That's cut, so cool. ironically enough, right before they were going to Japan. I did not make the final team, uh, but I got an experience to go travel. I got to go over to Europe several summers um, and play at a pretty high level like uh, that I would say, you know, most people don't get to experience. And that mm -hmm. taught me a lot not just about playing and competing, but people being part of a team, being a great team member. And then I went on to play obviously college and professionally, but it taught me a lot. Like there's a big world out there and going mm -hmm. over and playing in other countries, you learn, you know, your vantage point of where you live is just a small fraction of what the world has to offer. And so that was for me, probably one of the most eye-opening experiences of realizing like I could go do anything. Like there's all this world That's out so there great. to go conquer. And good perspective at an early age. And then, you know, not, I tell everybody's not making the final team and getting cut and then having to try back out and having to do all this and things didn't always go my way. That's life. And so I learned at an early age in my teenage years, because that was the U17 team at probably 15 years old. I mean, I learned you don't always just make the team because you're talented. There's a whole right. mindset piece. There's a whole other, there's other people out there that are talented like you. The coach may be looking for a certain player, a certain style, and you still got to show up and compete. If you don't make it, so what? Show up next week. I'm yeah, back to compete. But that's crushing though, right? Did, did you feel a little crushed? Because that, that must have been a hard, right? 15 is hard. 15 yeah, is already hard, right? But then to get disappointed that way, right? Disappointing, yes. Um, I probably went through like most and not knowing how to control your emotions at that age. It's like, mm -hmm. do I want to play soccer? Uh, went through all the choices of, I just don't want to play. And I'll never forget one of my best coaches said, hey, why don't you just take a couple weeks off? Take a break. Like you're training and I would literally be away for a month at a time, sometimes mm. training and doing schoolwork, but training in a very different environment with people that I just met, you know, recently and we're all playing together. And I think that was the best thing my coach could have done. And my family supported me is just take a little time, like regroup. Let's come back. And nobody put pressure on me like, oh, you can't be feeling that way or don't do that or what, you know, all that. I remember actually going and watching 
one of our games and I was sitting on the sideline because I had not been at practice. And so obviously I wasn't gonna get to play. And one of those practices, I remember coming back when I was coming back, our coach kept me afterwards. And one of my um, agreements was I had to do running like ladders, drills after the game. So I didn't play any to work on my fitness and I wasn't at practice. So he's like, Hey, what we're going to do is keep you afterwards. You're going to run. I remember some parents asking like, why, why is he running? And he's, you know, great player, blah, blah, blah. There's a price to pay when you don't show up. And so I learned that mm. at an early age of, yes, I may be able to take that time off, but that doesn't mean I've given up on my commitment and responsibilities. And I had to pay the price, which running in Memphis and that kind of heat, I will never forget. Like it's not the choice you want to make. <laughs> you Brian, I'm not a runner at all. So it's not the choice I ever make, no. <laughs> so, um, but I do want right? to run one. Day. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so do you, so that mindset, well, it, it sounds like you were set up to have that mindset, which is great, right? Your parents and your, and your, you know, watching your older brother kind of set you up to have that mindset. And the great thing is, is it seems to me, you know, listening to your show and listening to your values, um, you're, you're teaching your kids to have that mindset too. Yeah. So uh, it's like, it's like sports are like a, a really big deal when it comes to, do you think, do you think the sports equally played as much as your faith did in you thriving to be a better version of you? I would put faith definitely first because it's just one for me. Like if I had not had a transformation and like the route I was going and many mm -hmm. athletes will experience this is like, you might be successful, but actually what most people don't know is some of those athletes, especially myself, like that could be some of the loneliest times when you're traveling mm -hmm. by yourself and like the pressure you put on yourself and you're playing and your point, not making the team. And one of my good friends did make the team and went and traveled. And then at that age, you got a lot of emotion. So thank goodness I had people around me that I had a strong foundation in my faith. And I believe you know, God puts us through those storms and those seasons right. that later it taught me in the moment, I had no idea. I couldn't even quantify or understand what was happening. But I think that was just part of building up my character and who I am today, even as a dad and a husband and, and a leader and all that stuff is, if you don't have your faith or something to turn to, you're going to question why, you know, why am I going through this? Why me? When you can shift that and you understand that, you know, God's not going to give you more than you can handle. And I know people hear that verse and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but it's actually true because think about for all of us that are here <laughs> and listening to this, we're not dead. So the good news mm -hmm. is God's given you another hour or day or whatever you have left and you should make the most of it. And I took that into sports of, if I've been gifted to whatever ability, I should go pursue that. Same in business. Right. I should go be the best leader, best dad, best husband. Like whatever it is that I'm doing in that moment, be where your feet are is kind of a language we use. And if you're there, you need to be the best version of yourself in that moment. And whether that's, that's with your good. kids, whether that's at your church, whether that's coaching the team, um, just hanging out, listening to a friend, being on a podcast, right? Like yeah. you should want to be the best version of yourself because you never know who you're going to impact in that moment. Right. So you gotta, you gotta show up. That's so good. Be right where your feet are. I love that. I'm going to use that in my life. <laughs> um, because I do believe I, I'm also, uh, I also believe in God. I am a believer. And so I believe that, you know, um, because in the word, it does say that we're not, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. We, you know, tomorrow's not, you know, it's not good. It could, we could be dead right now. Right. Yep. So I, I have that same philosophy. And this year I've shifted my mindset. I started last year where I want to be more healthier right? Because I've been through a lot in my life. And so therefore, I concentrated on winning in career, winning as a mom, winning as a wife, but not for myself. Yeah. 
And so um, this last year, I've decided that that's not the best of I that I can be as well. And so that's why I listen to a lot of what you say. And I listen to your podcast, because you do talk a lot about that. You talk a lot about health and, and that being um, something that's essential, not something that can just that you can just do uh, once in a while, but something that has to be a part of your life, right? Yeah, that's something that is really at least from what I hear, when I hear you, is that it's definitely something that has to be a part of not just your mindset, but your physical being as well. And I think this is where we, we miss it. Think about how many people talk about or spend time with their investment in their 401k in their retirement, their IRA, right? Like how many people talk about that? But if you were to look, and this is the challenge I would put to everybody, if you were to look at your finances and you look at what you're investing over there, and let's just say you do 6%, like most people do that in their 401k, that's, that's kind of their deal. Are you investing 6% of your income into your health? Most people mm. can't say yes to that. Mm. And I would say if your health is more important because you actually need to live to see retirement, shouldn't you be investing more like double digits? And I'm not telling you which way you should go, but I will say where you spend your money, your time and your talents, it tells you what you value. And so mm-hmm. I look at it as wow. you know, society and some of the, the news and all, I think we've got it all wrong. Like we're all talking about, we're going to invest in retirement and retirement, which we're not promised, but today, shouldn't you be investing in your best self today? And I'm a big believer in investing in coaches, investing in personal development, you know, and all those things. And I also believe investing in like real estate and the market and all, all that. But, and if we're not investing, and, and I got serious probably about eight years ago, which was before our youngest. And I remember I joined a CrossFit gym and I went and started spending money and I got a coach and I started figuring out nutrition that worked for me. And like mid thirties, I'm like, huh, like I can put on weight a little bit easier than I used to. I can't just drop it like I did in my twenties. Yeah. And I realized, you know, like I've got kids to, to be around mm-hmm, for. Mm-hmm. And so that would be the, the, the real reflection I would say for everybody is I started looking at that for myself. And a mentor and a friend of mine, David Meltzer, shared this. And when you can shift your mindset from most people will say, well, I'm sacrificing this for that. Sacrifice has this kind of negative connotation. So what right. we shifted and what I adopted was I'm investing in my health. I'm investing in I myself. And one little tip I will give you that for anybody married or dating or, you know, all the stuff there, my wife and I, after I had uh, bicep surgery, almost well, it's been over seven weeks now, couldn't run, couldn't work out, do my normal we started doing an evening walk together. And if I were to give marriage advice, like somebody asked me uh, that's yeah. getting married, I would say, go, go walk, no phones, no kids, no distractions, no TVs, no interruptions or anything. And we've got a little dog and you know, he'll come with us, but we just walk and talk 30 minutes. The other night, it was almost an hour. That could be the best for your health. It could be great for your marriage. It could be great mm-hmm. for your sanity. And we're talking about our dreams and what we wanna do. And I'm giving her updates on what's happening. She's telling me about what's happening. And it's uninterrupted. And I would just say that to me is how you live an integrated life of right then my faith can be involved because I can be talking about what, what I'm grateful for, what God's done, what, what I believe he's going to do in our life. I can be working our relationship, which is obviously important. Talking about finances, we can be talking about our kids, we can be getting our health, you know, all in order. That's so good. Think about the integration that just happened. Mm-hmm. One activity. One activity, right. We all have time. Yeah, you're right. And we do, right? Like, 
I heard somebody uh, was saying, oh, I just don't have time. They're like, but you're on Clubhouse, so you have plenty of time. And I started laughing because I'm like, that used to be me, the excuse thing, you know. But me and my husband do the same thing. We're going on 20 years in a few weeks. And we do that every morning at five o'clock in the morning. We go for a walk for about an hour and we do the same thing. We talk and it's just such a beautiful thing, right? And you can just talk and walk and there's no pressure either. So it's, it's, it's awesome. Our kids are adults. So we don't have to worry about little ones anymore, except for our pets, you know, which is great. And I really do listen to um, a lot of what you say. And I know that that's a that's a big part of it. And also you have a, a lot that you share with mindset, like really just making like setting yourself up to win. And I love that, right? Because I have you know, I'm in my late forties, but I've just recently, I've always been a winner. Like I said, when it comes to like career and getting things done and got to do this and, you know, got to do all that. But when it came to my health, I didn't. And so I have learned this last maybe year and a half or so to shift my mind. I call it mind flow. I don't want it to set. I want it to flow Um, because I didn't want to, because my mindset has been so poor in the past, I didn't want it to set anymore. So I call it a mind flow. And so I'm flowing my brain and my mind to keep moving forward. And uh, Brian, you're one of the people that I listen to to do that. So Thank you. You're definitely you definitely disrupted, as you say, you creatively disrupted my life and my, you know, my anytime I have an excuse, I'm like, what, what's that? What, what is that? That's an excuse. Uh, what are we doing? You yeah. know? It's hard. Uh, it, it's a, it's a hard, I say it's hard. I don't want to say it's hard. Like I'm stopping myself, but when you have been somebody who's been challenged for a long time and you have been in a place of not knowing how to invest in yourself to your point lately, I've been doing that as well. I said, I, you know, I told my husband every time when it came to something we should do for ourselves, whether it's more education, whether it's health, whether it's going to a gym, Uh, having a coach, we would always question, well, how much is that? Mm -hmm. But my Amazon truck keeps coming. Right? (laughs) Right? Cell phone bill. Yeah. (laughs) My vacation to Florida is there, you know? So uh, I heard you say that before, like, what are you investing in? What are you really investing in? And I'm like, and I, and I actually used that to my husband. I said, what are we investing in here? You know? And he's like, dang, you're right. You know, so we started investing in ourselves. You know, I know, you know, Jeff Lopes, right? Love, love Jeff. Great guy. So my husband joined his entrepreneur dad program, you know, because he decided he's going to start investing in himself. And I started, I started getting into coaches and I started going, you know, so Brian, you know, thank you. First of all, I wanted to thank you personally, because a lot of what you say does affect me. And I listen to you just so you know, just so you know, right? Like, (laughs) That was really the mission when we started the podcast and did the book and did all this stuff together. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, we all have a message and things. And then what you'll find is you start to share that message. You'll be able to fine tune it and get clarity and you'll be able to share it. And then you start to really live in alignment with that even more. And you'll yeah. push yourself because what I found is I started connecting up just like we are You connect up with great people. They'll say one thing or they'll have a post or they'll inspire you on something. And you're like, okay. And it's almost, it's in that moment of decision mm-hmm that mm-hmm. successful people will make a faster decision than That's unsuccessful good. people, right? Like That's they'll good. say, oh, I'm going to start that tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to do this tomorrow. And my whole thing is what's stopping you right now? Mm-hmm. Like, because successful people and people that you see that are achieving what you want to, there could be that little difference that they just act. And they go, yeah, I'm just going to do it. 
yeah. and I will figure it out along the way. It's never going to be perfect. And that's what you want to, we share this um, kind of language with our team. You probably heard me share it, but you know, actions over feelings. And every time mm -hmm. I feel my feelings getting in the way of like, oh, I don't need to go on that walk or I don't, I need to eat that food or I don't need to make that sales call. It's like, no, like what, what, what's the future version of Brian need to look like? Mm. And like I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that one thing. And you'll find it's a catalyst, right? Because then you start doing it in one area. Like if you're faith, you're reading your Bible more and you're spending more time praying. Well, guess what? You're probably going to have more areas that are highlighted of, oh, I need to pick up my health and my eating, or I need to you know, yeah. work on my sales yeah. skills, or I need to be around these people or finances. There's congruence that when you're in that rhythm and that flow, it, it's better. You know, we all get out of whack from time to time, but mm -hmm. being aware and shifting back quickly is what separates really successful that, people. That's I so found. good. Yeah, you're right. And that that's that's so good, right? It's that shifting back quickly. And a lot of the things that, um, you know, now that I'm changing and I'm changing my mind flow and I'm changing everything is I've discovered that a lot of it is fear. You know, it's that fear of failing, but it's also almost like a fear of succeeding too, which I never understood, you know? And I'm like, how am I going to fear to succeed? I want to succeed, but not really, right? Yeah. If I'm making excuses, not really. Um, and so fear does play a big part, right? It plays a big part in you when you don't know, when you don't know what the future holds, or you don't know if you can actually do it. You know, when I was hired for the position that I'm in now, I didn't know if I can actually do it until I discovered I'm damn good at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you don't know that, right? So at first you're like, oh, I have, I, I can't do it. I don't know if I should take the job. And, and my husband's like, you, you kill everything you do. You go, you're the beast. You got this. And that. he's right. And I did it. I got it. I, you know, and I'm doing well. And so same thing with starting a podcast, same thing with writing my book. And I want to talk to you about your book. Cause I, did that come out recently? It did. I got, um, I was on a show earlier. We were talking about, so that's, that's it. Oh, great. I got to get the hardback. Um, we just switched over and added that. And that was birthed out of the podcast where 10 of our guests that had the most interaction and feedback and just had some personal connections and stories. We took all those. So imagine you got 10 of the best speakers and like inspirational leaders sharing their two or three life lessons, some hope, oh, some inspiration, good. motivation. But then we gave you actually a blueprint for success. And it's so many areas from how do you um, actually upgrade your customer experience and how do you build um, not just raving fans, but you know, customers that are really going to want to continue to do business. You got business, you got coaches in there. You got people that talk about identity. You got uh, obviously David Meltzer's in there. It was wild. Um, everything too. I don't want to give away too much, but um, one of our folks actually had to battle through cancer and mm. is a cancer survivor. And he talks about his story there and just, oh, good. you'll find out a lot. Um, yeah, I'm going to get it. Voice. Yeah, it's, it's cool. already out, right? It's already out. It's out. It came out about three months ago and it's on Amazon. So check okay, it good. out. I am um, going to check it out. It's a cool collaboration. You know, what I like about it is you could pick it up and read a chapter that you connect up um, with one of the, the guests on there, or you could pick it up and you could read through a few chapters or I've had people say, man, I read through it all on, you know, my beach vacation or whatever. And I'm like, pretty incredible, but it will cause you to <laughs> Great. Not only be inspired and motivated, but it will also cause you to rethink how you approach areas of your life mm. and different people and different chapters will speak to you. And what I love is the follow-up is then you can not only go follow that guest and get more content from them because many of them mm. are on social in a big way, but also the podcast episodes are there to accompany. If you like it, go listen to the rest of it because we unpacked a whole lot more and it could be that kind of breakthrough that you need. If you connect up with the guest, 
go listen to the rest of their story and what else they share, because chances are they've got a lot more to add. And if you resonate with mm-hmm. them, that, that's where you'll learn. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm definitely going to go on there. And I actually was listening to your podcast. At one point, I got into like a Brian Vortex type thing. So I was just listening to podcast after podcast. And you have like great episodes where you just do like solo episodes of yourself too, uh, like conversations with Kobe, right? You just do like a quick, just yeah. started that actually, that was um, a coach of mine that has been kind of helping me get better at all this stuff. He's like, why don't you do this? You got the book and the conversations with Kobe. So People want to hear like a five to 10 minute, like, what have you learned this week? What's happened? And so we're releasing those every other week is kind of yeah. the rhythm with it. So I'm excited because it gives me a chance to share just me and what I've learned. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've had good feedback. So that's great. I'm going to continue yeah. to learn. And what I've shared with people is, look, I'm going on the journey. I'm new at this. I'm going to share what I've learned. But by all means, if there's topics you want me to cover or things that, that made a difference, like let me know because- this one's going to be a little different feel. It's going to be short bites. Like I said, like yeah. five to 10 minutes is the goal. Let's get in. Let's talk about something. Get you equipped to go attack whatever area of life we're talking about. Go do it. Yeah. And that it, that's exactly what I got out of it because you, you were talking about um, mindset and all that. Uh, I think it was the one I was listening to today because I listened to a few of them. Yeah. But I was like, that's really good because it, it helps uh, just from a person from your audience. It, it does help us connect to you. Um, Because you're not just talking to the guests, but we're actually getting to know you too. And you're getting that little bite. So excellent. Very good. So keep that up. Keep that up. (laughs) That's like all of us. I say is you look at people that you think are successful or different areas. And it's like, I'm always like, okay, what's that thing I need to learn or the new thing I need to Mm -hmm. try. And I was, Mm -hmm. of course, like I I was a little bit afraid of like, oh, I'm going to do this by myself. Am I going to want to hear that one? Like (laughs) talk about, it's like, I remember. We all feel that way. (laughs) Go do it. So (laughs) we all feel that way. That is so funny. No, it's really good. So keep that, keep that up. I I like that. I like that we can have um, bits of you in between the interviews. Do you want to do something um, more with your podcast and everything that you do? Like, do you want to get into coaching or do you already do coaching and mentoring or? That's a good question. You know, I think where I am right now, our team is my priority and obviously my family. Mm -hmm. Um, And I help coach some with soccer, with the kiddos. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, our team is growing quite fast. Um, yeah. Team. So, you know, I spend a lot of time there. There'll probably be a season that I feel like I can do both of those. This season, I've said, is it's, it's not my season to go do that. Yeah. Of where we are in our growth cycle, and I need to be full on. We went from, for those that don't know, we went from really two leaders when I joined a little over three, three years ago. Um, we've got 16 leaders that <laughs> I, I directly support. And those 16 leaders have anywhere from four to 40 people. So we have a sales team of 130, like an operations team of um, close to 100. And so my my job today is to support them. So I look at it as I get to coach, nurture, you know, empower, provide leadership and culture for that group. Mm -hmm. I do think there'll be a time I am looking, there's a couple speaking engagements that I've got in the housing industry, which is obviously like my bread and butter mortgage Mm -hmm. and housing. But there's a couple others that I'm going to start to do. So I, I'll see where, you know, I say like God will open yeah. the door to something and I'll know it's right. I right. don't want to force it on some of these because I look at it as I'm sharpening my saw behind stage, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And Absolutely. Then that, that'll be when I'm ready. So I am working and I'll just share this with the guests and this could be for you just to know I hired a coach that's helping me work to get ready for it's when good. I do speak. 
Mm-hmm. And so when I get that opportunity, I'm ready. I don't even have that opportunity. I don't even have the date. I don't have the event, but I'm preparing for it. Yep. So yep. It's kind of like your wisdom. Job. Yeah. That's it. It's wisdom. Yep. It's wisdom. And it shows me two things. It shows me um, a wisdom and that you're very secure in what you do. Like you're very strategic right? Because you're not trying to take on the world, trying to take on everything. And, and a lot of people do that, right? So then they get lost in the sauce. They can't really get their footing, right? Yeah. But you're like, no, you know, that's, that's not my season right now. And that's, that's just so wise. Um, and when I coach, when I, when I do like, um, you know, um, empowerment coaching and stuff with people, I do the same thing with them because they'll have like 50 things and they're like, I can't, well, then why are you doing this? This is not even a priority, you know? So, um, but I think that we just try to take on too much because we think that we have to like it, like, like we have to do everything and be everything to everyone. And I always tell even my kids, I'm like, try to stop being everything to everyone because then you quickly become nothing to no one. So just leave it alone. You know, go all in on that many areas. Mm-hmm. And, and I enjoy our life. I enjoy the time I get and all those things. And so yeah. I found that balance and that rhythm and, and I'll try to add things in and take things out. But, but I am very strategic in like, where are we going? Why are we going here? And, and I've just learned like, there's a lot of coaches out there. And for those that are in that, I respect that space. Cause that's tough. And what I've realized is I'm working on that with our current team in the lessons right. I'm learning, I can provide a um, entrepreneur mm-hmm. mindset mm-hmm. And, and perspective that the entrepreneurs that are out there, obviously they're leading themselves and there's a lot of voices. I don't see many voices on entrepreneur. Like you're a leader right, in an organization, good. part of a larger organization. Think about how many people are actually in those roles that really yeah. need to become better leaders or want to become better leaders. So that I've leaned in, that's, that's my space is, right. I love that. And right. I don't think there's enough discussions about it because I want everybody right. leaders that create other leaders that create other leaders. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Right. Because I'm a leader as well. I have a team of, oh, not as big as yours. I have a team of 20 and um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of conflict resolutions and stuff like that. And, and growing your team also to be better at what they do and grow and have a better mindset as well. So you're right that I never thought about that, you know, entrepreneurship that's, that's good. That's good. I like that. I'm, I'm taking so much out of this conversation. <laughs> so um, I wanted to talk to you about the tough times, bad times, things that come against you. How do you deal with them since you have such a strong mindset? Uh, how do you how do you finesse that and get through that? I mean, do you ever have woe is me moments? I think that they come. What, what's different I've learned is I've, I've started to kind of hone in on this is we all have feelings, right? And I think it, it goes back to how long are you going to allow yourself to sit in that woe is me or mm-hmm, I didn't get mm-hmm. the promotion or this investment didn't go the way I wanted to do or this person quit my team or they chose another team or I got into an argument with somebody that, that I care about or whatever those are. What I have learned is the more you have clarity of who you are and your patterns, and I'll go back to, I had a coach about four years ago, and I remember he helped me through one of those breakthroughs of he helped me recognize some patterns with myself of I needed too much certainty from other people. And I was looking for validation from people and these little areas that they're still they're still in my DNA. Let's be real. Like, right. I still have those tendencies. But what I've realized, I can catch myself going that way. And that's not who I want to be. That's not who I'm becoming. That's good. And so I can shift and go, this is the person I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. This Brian, this higher version of Brian 
kind of like in Maslow's hierarchy of needs and all that. It's like you think about is the, the better version of Brian is, isn't going to be dependent upon what other people say, think, or, or, or believe about me. Like I know right. who I am and what I need to do. And that kind of happened a few years ago where I got rattled at a team I was a part of, a different company. And I remember one of the leaders and the owners called and said, hey, uh, we don't think you fit the team anymore. We've got mm-hmm. this and that and some a lot of dynamics to it. And I remember I had to take inventory on myself. Like, where did I fail? Where did I mess up in there? Like, mm-hmm. how, did I, how did I get here? What's going on? And it was kind of that eye-opening where I realized, back to a great book, for those that haven't read Extreme Ownership, Jocko and Leif, phenomenal book. And I just had to take inventory of like, okay, this isn't the best version of me. Like, right. I still don't agree with your decision, but I get it. And just knowing, and, and I remember a saying that someone shared with me is, you need to go where you're appreciated, not tolerated. Oh, that's good. And I was tolerated. I fit the team, was one of the top three in like performance, all the numbers and like all that stuff, great. What I realized is there was a whole other area that I needed to grow and mature and, and learn leadership. And so sometimes you're being put through that season or that life event to actually be a catalyst because our team will do probably three times what I ever did at the previous company. Mm-hmm. We're on a trajectory that will probably do 10 times that over the next four to five years as we grow. And I've been able to partner with and align up with the best leaders that I wouldn't have been able to work for. And so I just, I look back to even when I was cut from the Olympic team right before going to Japan is like, like what did I learn? Well, mm. okay. There's always lessons. There's always lessons within yeah, that and always. things that happen. And you look, nobody's, nobody's gotten to where they are, no matter the level of success, without some degree of setback or some degree of a lesson or a failure or something that just, it's, it's not a trajectory that goes like this perfectly. And right. I think once we realize it, but the one thing I would share that I come back to is the faster you can recognize your pattern and respond appropriately. And we're, you don't read about this, definitely check out your subconscious because I started doing some meditation and some things there like, I've programmed in like a visualization of, I learned it as an early kid. My dad's a psychologist and all this. I learned to visualize plays in the game that would happen. Both good good. and bad. I lose the ball. How do I respond? I score a goal. How does that happen? I pass the ball here to this player. I run here. Yeah. So see stuff in your day that goes well and see stuff that doesn't go well. Yeah. What's great is like you mentioned earlier, I think it was maybe that uh, conflict resolution with your team, right? Well, what if you actually visualized and thought through this conversation before you just hop on a phone and wing it? Right. I've been there. I've got on a phone and tried to wing a difficult conversation. (laughs) Horrible idea. Right. (laughs) Um, What if you actually slowed down and visualized that stuff and had it ready? Watch how you start to function. And it's just second nature. You just, it's almost like speaking in English. It's like, or you write something. It's just second nature. But Many people don't spend time to develop and harness the power that I believe is, you know, up here. Yeah. Well, I think because a, a lot of times people are just, you know, uh, emotional, right? They're going for that visceral reaction instead of a thought, right? So I, I do that same exercise. Um, you know, I call it owning your stuff, right? Or just own your stuff. You know that you you got some stuff, own it, stop trying to hide it and let's deal with it. And I do also do the other um, as well um, that you mentioned is, is like, how would this conversation go if it goes bad and how bad can it go? And what if it goes this way? I do the same thing. So see, I already have, I think I already have started that mindset there, Brian. (laughs) So I'm going to be winning this year. This year is a winning year for me. 
physically as well. So I'm, I have about, uh, I think about 75 or so pounds I want to lose. Uh, but I'm definitely, I've been doing boot camps and I've been working out and walking and everything. And I'm just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And I'm just like, dang it, I'm going to be a beast. Yes. <laughs> hey, it's that, that's all you got to do. You got to show up every day, right? Like, yeah, nothing's yeah. promised there. Exactly. So I really appreciate you and I appreciate your time. I know it's valuable. So I know you got to take your daughter to her soccer game, like a proud dad that you are. So before I let you go, just let us know how we can follow you and support you and listen to you, Brian, because I am, I know my audience is really into like learning and growing. And so you are definitely the guy for that. So tell us where we could find you. Oh, it's been an honor. I love sharing this stuff because look, they're life lessons I'm going through. So if I can help one other person that's like, oh yeah, yeah I can relate. That, that, that's what it's about. We actually just revamped and we're releasing our new website. So definitely check that out. Should be, by the time the show comes out, should be ready. And it's just www.briancovey.com. And you'll see, we've got a lot of cool stuff. It'll have links to the podcast, links to the book. Oh, great. Um, links to a lot of resources, our Facebook community. It's going to be like a nice hub for things. Uh, but until then, Definitely hit me up on Instagram and Brian Covey was taken. So I had to take the Brian Covey because apparently there's <laughs> hey, that's Brian because Covey. you are the Brian Covey. <laughs> but I said, I was like, well, I guess that's going to be my handle on all the platforms. So I got it on all the platforms. So at least oh, that's great everywhere. Uh, but I'm there. I spend a lot of time um, outside of Instagram on LinkedIn. And then over on Facebook is probably the next. I do some clubhouse stuff with some collaborations, but very intentional. You might see me pop in some rooms with some friends and some of that to add value. But definitely DM me, follow along, let me know what you're going through in your journey is I'd love to support you and make sure that I can encourage you and, and whatever resources or support I can provide. You know, we're, we're in some of these situations and we think it's just us when the reality is if we, if we share it a little bit or we connect it up yeah. with one person, we're one person away from making a big difference in our life. So hopefully I can be that for a lot of people and want to make a bigger impact as we continue to, um, to grow the brand and do some bigger things. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see that because I follow you already. So it's, <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> but Brian, you're the best. Thank you so much for being here. And guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. Don't forget to subscribe, go ahead and leave a review and make sure that you follow Brian because you will not be disappointed. If you want to grow, this is the guy for you. So thank you. This is Nina Perez. This is straight talk, no sugar added until next time. Make sure that you visit our website at straight talk, no sugar added where you can subscribe to our show on iTunes and Stitcher or anywhere you listen to your podcast or on YouTube so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about our show, that would be awesome too. If you like this show, you might want to check out our book as well. It's Hit Me With Your Best Shot, How I Overcame a Hard-Hitting Life. I am Nina Perez, and I am here for you. If you are looking for private coaching, make sure that you email me at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com. Until next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.